At that time, Jesus exclaimed, I give you praise, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to little ones. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Perhaps some of you can remember growing up and different interactions you had with your father or your mother as you learned different things from them. I can remember having to hold the flashlight as my dad worked on the car and somehow I never seemed to quite manage having the right directions. And I learned a lot of words I cannot repeat in this homily from those experiences as well. And I can remember sitting on my dad's lap learning how to mow the lawn And of course, whenever I finally, he gave me permission to do it on my own, I was still too light that we had to throw a salt bag on top of the seat because the kill switch would go off because I was still too light to keep it from shutting off otherwise. And so many other instances of just having to learn to trust my father and whatever he did for me, whether it was being carried on his shoulders or in any other instance in my life, whether it was getting a splinter in my foot and him removing it with a pocket knife, We all probably have those experiences with our father, our mother, grandparents, aunts, uncles. And in today's gospel, we hear that Jesus gives praise to the Father, Lord of heaven and earth. For although he has hidden so many things from the wise and learned, he has shown these things to little ones. It is again this call again and again that Jesus gives us in the gospels. And even we see it in the Old Testament on a number of instances as well, whenever God talks about his little ones. The desire for those who follow the Lord to be childlike. Trust God, the Lord of heaven and earth, our Father, the Father of Jesus, with all that we are, that we too can learn from him. Because I think oftentimes when we talk about spiritual fatherhood, how you, me, are sons and daughters, how we are children of God, that it's this abstract idea that sounds kind of nice. But I think we can use our own experiences of being children and even observing the children in our lives, whether it's your own children, memories of raising your children, your grandchildren, nieces, nephews. We can learn something from their example for what it means to trust our Heavenly Father, for what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. Such as we can learn that, and many of us having learned, I know that as I get older and older, I have a tendency to get set in my ways. I have my routines in the morning, my routine for going to bed at night, and it's something that generally I don't like to be messed with. But something that I always see in children, which is always just so delightful, 
is this willingness to rule with whatever comes. And I even think C.S. Lewis has a particularly beautiful way of expressing this, of showing us this disposition of heart of the childlike. He talks about how children, no matter what the weather is, can always find something to delight in, something to look forward to, to rejoice in, and to enjoy. If it's snowing out, we get the opportunity to go outside, make some snowballs, have a snowball fight, build a snowman. If it's sunny out, we get to go outside and play with our friends. If it's raining, that means there will be puddles that we can jump in. And if it's cold, then perhaps we can stay inside and play games. You see, children have this disposition to look at everything as an opportunity. And whenever Jesus talks about, you know, having revealed this to little ones, what he is referring to is his message of salvation, which comes to the Jews in a way they don't expect. There were many different theories on what the Messiah would look like, what he would do. Many thought that because they had been taken over by the Romans, that perhaps they would experience this great military leader who would rise up and take back the land of Israel and establish an Israelite kingdom, their own empire. Some thought that he might be some sort of religious zealot who would renew this entire, you know, Israelite system of worship, and that's what it would focus on. There were so many different opinions on who he would be. And what he ended up being was different than what many of them expected. Although God has left many foreshadowings, many clues throughout the scriptures of the Old Testament. But ultimately what Jesus came to do, what he came to show us, is what happens here at each and every Mass. He was born in a flesh for our sakes. He became a little child like us. Born in a way no different than you or me. Weak, feeble, vulnerable. Having to be taken care of and even taught by his mother and father, his earthly father and St. Joseph. And then he ministered, he proclaimed the gospel of the kingdom. He proclaimed that whoever has seen him has seen the Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Jesus reveals himself to Israel, not as a great military leader or someone who would come and renew their system of worship in the way they expected, but instead, he came as a sacrificial lamb, and at the end of his earthly ministry, as he proclaimed salvation to the people, he revealed the way that they would be saved from their sins, from their slavery to death and to sin, would be through his death. By him taking their sins upon himself, by taking our sins upon himself, and putting it to death on the cross. And then finally, he would rise from the dead. He would destroy death once and for all, in that definitive moment when he rises from the dead, explain
explodes from the tomb and ultimately takes his place at the right hand of the Father with his ascension. And this is the reality that we live out again and again at each and every Mass. Pope John Paul II talked about the Mass being the fullness of the Paschal mystery, that is, the mystery of, our, of Christ's life, death, and resurrection happening all at once here at Mass. But then even more so, we see how Jesus reveals the Father to us. And the language of the Catechism, it talks about how at Mass, you and me, who have been baptized in the Christ, have the opportunity to offer ourselves in the Holy Spirit to participate in Christ's offering on the cross. And who does he make that offering to? He makes it to his Heavenly Father. He makes it to his beloved Father. And we too have that opportunity here at Mass to offer ourselves completely, entirely to him, everything that we are. Jesus allows us to see the Father and to offer ourselves to the Father as he did and as he continues to do on this altar. And so we see here at Mass that the way in which we become childlike is by disposing ourselves to our life situation. That all that we face in life is an opportunity. All that we are given is a chance to become a saint, an opportunity to sacrifice for the Lord. And that sacrifice, that burden that we give to him, is then returned with a burden that is easy and light, as he tells us. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves, for my yoke is easy and my burden light. So often we fear that taking the Lord's challenges upon ourselves, we will lose something. We believe it will be too burdensome for us, too heavy for us to continue on. But the truth is, whenever we offer to him, sacrifice all that we are, he gives us in return the grace necessary to carry that burden, and that ultimately because he has first shouldered the cross, that burden is easy and that yoke is light. The Lord desires for us to be in communion with him. He desires for you to give all that you are, your weaknesses, your strengths, your shortcomings, and your talents. All of it is desired by him, the entirety of who you are. When we talk about being spiritual children, that is ultimately what it is. Children trust their parents to take care of them. Trust their mother, their father, to show them the way. That while we may not quite know how to walk, or in the example of my own life, didn't know how to mow, to take care of a car, but I trusted that my father would show me the way. We too can trust that our father will show us the way, even if it is not quite clear to us. Even if it has not been shown clearly, he is still trustworthy. And so we take heart because we are his beloved children. 
because we can worship in Christ the Father. That we can take part in Christ's offering to the Father. And that what we give him, even if we feel like it's not enough, or we feel like we're insufficient, our Father still wants it. So offer to him your heart, your mind, and your soul. And allow your Heavenly Father to delight in you and to show you the way.